Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Eric, what's happening? Welcome. Uh, Mindo, dance. England 2130. Always loyally subscribing and joining in. I appreciate that. Love seeing that. Love seeing your, what is it, your hand pop up. Uh, F... F-C, F-A-N-C-U-N-D-O. What's going on, brother? K-23 Hampton. I feel like it's been a long time no see. Eric Port, uh, 281095. DC United, what up? Russell Canoose, joining in on the live. What up, brother? Happy to see you. Thanks for stopping in. Guys, if you, you didn't know, uh, Russ is officially a real estate agent. So if you're needing real realtor services out in the DMV area, that's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Hey, Russ, you even know this goes on in perpetuity, brother. You know, we, uh, we break them down and the podcast goes live. I don't know if you subscribe to the podcast yet. Perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. Definitely tell people to go subscribe because they're going to be, they're going to be getting that canoose, canals, uh, canals like house, uh, Kenhouse, house, Ken House. My bad, brother. If anyone should, uh, if there's any one person who shouldn't be butchering last names, it definitely should be me, right? Uh, Marson, what's happening? Uh, could you, <laughs> Marson said, could you unblock? I don't believe I blocked him, but there are multiple people who manage the account now. So uh, if if someone was going live and they got sick of hearing his negativity they probably blocked him we need to have some community rules or guidelines as to getting unblocked or something maybe there's something you got to do to to showcase that uh, you can be an active member and participant in our community connor always joining in. it's 2 a.m in england and he's always tuning in i'm loving that i think you said it was your birthday as well too right so happy birthday um happy birthday brother uh anis What's happening? Uh, fly with Captain Lucas. Said Quincy about to drop some knowledge on us right now. You guys know what I'm. You guys know what I'm out up to and what I'm always trying to do here. Ben Jammin, love Ben Jammin's emoji or Avi. He's 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 always got the I'm in your head Avi, which is which is beautiful timing with what I got on right now. Where where what I got? Oh, need the I'm in your head emojis. The beanies. Ooh. Just taking it next level. That's just double the I'm in your head level. I don't even know if you guys are ready for that. People who are listening to the podcast replay on your audio streaming platform of choice, there's just double I'm in your head emoji action going on right now that you're missing out on. Inner Miami Simulation, shout out to you guys. Happy to have signed with you. Um, I'm officially the mental strength coach of Inter Miami Simulation. If you guys didn't know how to officially announce that, you know. Uh, that's probably the the greatest single investment a club has ever made in the history of professional football. And this said, Quincy the man, thank you guys very much. Well, hey, listen, thank you everybody. Love seeing everyone come in. Spam that little emoji heart thing. Um, if you guys can hear me all right, and if you're ready to get in to today's episode, so I can kind of jump into a couple of things. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say welcome to another episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. We are on episode 56 of the show, I believe. Yes, I think it's 56. And on this show, the Ask a Soccer Pro Show, 
uh, current 11-year MLS pro who is in his free agency still. So, quick update on that. But MLS, Major League Soccer, Quincy Ameriquois, I host you on this show where we talk about the MSL. And you might be asking yourself, wait, Quincy, you just said MLS. What the heck is MSL? Everyone else in the chat, please drop in what the MSL is and what it stands for. We know what it is. The Mental Strength League. It is the game that you are actively participating in or you are steady getting played. There's no option in this game. You're you're in the game. You're playing. You're here. And you're either actively participating and thriving or you're, you're, you're not thriving in the game. And what we talk about on this show is how to thrive in the game of the MSL because we are a community that is working together to take personal responsibility for where we are so we can get to where we want to go because you guys know here at Perfect Soccer, we believe that you and the team you build is all you need to get to wherever you want to be in life for soccer. And we're just a community here making our network, our net worth. You know what I'm talking about? Core value, teamwork equals dream work. That's what we're doing. Every single day on the show, I'm going to take this off because it's getting hot in here. <laughs> uh, so if if uh, this is your first time joining in, I'm happy to have you. Uh, we're happy to have you. Everybody in the in the community chat box, let them know with I'm in your head emojis. Welcome all the new people listening in. Yeah, I'm loving that. All the new people tuning in and all of you listening in on the replay on your platform of choice. You know, we're on all video streaming platforms. We're now on the podcast. Make sure you uh, subscribe if you haven't already. But uh, I'm excited for today's episode. As you guys can tell, I'm very excited for today's episode because we are we are having my first official MSL Masters graduate mentee, Earl Edwards Jr., joining in here on the live uh, today to really share his exper- his overall experience just in this past year and uh, a little bit about just his progress and what he's been working on, what's been going on in his world, and uh, just the story of our relationship, our friendship. We've become pretty, uh, we've become really good friends. I'd like to think that we've become really good friends, or at the very least, uh, uh, yeah, no, I'd just say really good friends. Uh, the levels of conversations we've had in this short duration of time of knowing each other is probably on par with people who've been friends for like 30 plus years, and chances are a lot, uh, a lot longer than that. I don't think most people t- have the types of conversations that we've been having, but they've they've been awesome. I've enjoyed them, and I'm really excited to have him here on the show today. And uh, before he joins in, I just wanted to share a little bit of my perspective of my relationship with Earl, how I met him, and how that kind of transpired, which is a is a pretty funny story. So, if you guys are down to hear that story. Give me some, I don't know, give me some thumbs up or some Jesus hands or something like that. And I'll share this story of, the story of how uh, Earl Edwards thought I was a complete idiot and ignored me for the first three to four months of uh, being on the same team together and locker mates. <laughs> Blake giving me the thumbs up, loving that. Ben Jammin giving me the thumbs up. Uh, and the rocker hands. Yeah, before I oh, before I do that, uh, quick shout out to to Paul Ariola, uh, my teammate. It's his birthday today, or maybe it was yesterday. I think it was today. You know, you always know it's on delay with uh, whatever you call it. Oh, I don't know how to remove that now afterwards, but. All right, yeah, no, I'm getting the thumbs up emojis and all that good stuff. Let me pull up what I was looking for. Oh, there we go. Dabab, there we go. Earl's going to love that. Dabab, baby. All right. Mass journalist, whoa, it is Thursday. You are correct. All right, so you guys are wanting to know the story of, of Earl and uh, how, we'd first, how we'd first met. So let me, let me get into that story. Well, let me... This stuff is always oh, okay. There, there we go. Okay, so we're in 2020, but let's set the stage back in 2019 when I uh, I first originally joined uh, DC United when I signed 
oh man, what was it? Towards the end of February and joined them in, in March. We were at, uh, this probably was the first, maybe it was the first or second day of training. Um, we were training at St. James, the, uh, the new facility that that's built out. Oh man, I forget the location, but it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful facility. It's a great facility. If you guys haven't been there, you definitely should go and check it out. Um, I, I know the guys are training there in preseason. I don't think they're there right now, but they will be training there over the course of preseason. So I think you guys can even go there and watch training if you want. So, um, fun fact or tip there, if you guys didn't know that, but, uh, during preseason, you always end up having to have um, uh, almost like orientation every single year, you know, where HR department and, and the heads of the league, they come down and they give you guys presentations and they let you know, hey, these are the rules this year. This is what's being passed down. This is what we want players to be aware of. These are the things that you need to know that you can and can't do. And uh, in one of those, in one of those presentations, I forgot the guy's name, but he was up there and he was talking about the language that you cannot use in uh, in game or on field or in the locker room or outside. Basically, if you use any of this type of vulgar language and you are caught using this language, um, you will be reprimanded, disciplined, fined, and X Y Z. And what I found always, what I find most interesting all the time is. Um, when when uh, these types of presentations are happening, they, they, they go on the board and they clearly lay out all the words you cannot say. And you guys know the typical uh, homophobic slurs, uh, just everything, uh, uh, race-based slurs. Like they're all written out. They're all put up on the board and they're all, they're all there so you visibly can see what you can and can't say. But what I've always tended to notice, especially in this league – in probably majority of leagues is always the sensitivity on the on the race subject side of stuff and on the board um on the board it said you cannot say the n-word but that's what it was just written the n-word that's what it said so it's like literally the n and then word you can't say that but all the other words were written up on the board and you know i have a bit of twisted humor as i think most of my friends would say I find very I, I find irony and sarcasm extremely funny and stupid and I have a dark sense of humor at most times and this is my first time in interaction with the team at all in general and I don't mind kind of setting the tone early in terms of like hey this is who I am I'm always I'm always genuine to who I am and you're either gonna like it or you're gonna hate it and you know it is what it is I think for the most part uh, approaching it that way uh, establishes establishes an environment where people make up their mind about me quickly, whether they they think I'm smart or clever, they understand that I'm being sarcastic or funny, or they think I'm a complete idiot. And this is why it's I like this story so much is because is it's really funny uh, to me. Uh, and uh, I think the guy who was pre uh, presenting happened to be white and and he was getting very nervous when he was getting when he was going through the words that you can't say and then got to the n-word and then had said the n-word and then completed the rest of the words that you can't say and uh, I had raised my hand and mind you I wouldn't recommend that this is what you do in terms of your first time showing up in a team or organization or something like that uh, unless you kind of want to just make stuff difficult on yourself for no reason um, and I get to the point that there's a reason why I do this but uh, you know <laughs> it's not particularly if your if your goal is to make it as easy as possible on yourself this is not what you do but i had raised my hand obviously this is my first time being um with the team the organization most of the guys don't even know me at all most if any of the guys don't know me um i haven't had a conversation with anyone really as of as of at this point in time and i had kind of raised my hand and the guy had called me and said yeah quincy what uh what is it and i had, and i'd looked up and i had pointed and i said hey yeah no i i see i understand all these words but uh but what's the N-word? I said, but what's, yeah, but what's that word? He said, which one? The, that one right there, the N-word. What's the N-word? And he just, <laughs> he got very nervous very quickly, right? And uh, he was on the hot seat for a little bit because he was just kind of like looking at me like, uh, you know, like, uh, and I let him squirm for a little bit there. And I just thought it was funny because I think it's funny. Uh, and then, uh, and then let, 
then let them know, hey, man, I'm just messing with you. No problem. But uh, and Earl's joined in on the live here. So, Earl, I'm going to I'm going to buzz you in here in just a minute when I uh, complete this. I'm, I'm letting them know kind of like from my, I'm glad that you just dropped in because I want you to share from your perspective this story, how you saw it and how that kind of played out for yourself. But, um, yeah, it I thought that was funny. And I went about my business, you know, pre the rest of preseason. uh uh, did my work, you know, became a union rep for the organization, did all those kinds of things, worked with guys over the course of several months and uh, didn't really think much of it other than just that moment. I thought it was funny and moved on. Um, as uh, we'll discuss, and I'm going to ask Earl here, uh, kind of his experience, his thoughts, his perspective and why, what he took away from that. Um, I, w I didn't realize and learn until Earl and I had spoke at a later time that um, uh, Earl completely wrote me off and did not speak to me for the first three to four months of my time at the organization. And it was because of that joke in that moment at that time. And, uh, since then we've developed a, a very good relationship and, uh, you know, because of that, I believe our relationship is much stronger. Um, but I just, it'll be great to get his perspective and understanding on this, especially, especially as it pertains to the MSL mindset, the mentality, and the way that we're uh, we're attacking problems, uh, taking responsibility for what it is that we want to achieve, and and kind of putting forth a plan that we can that we can actively adjust and learn from our mistakes over time. So, um, most would say that that joke is a mistake in the short term, but like I had expressed, I do things like that because I'm thinking more long term. Long term winners mindset. Um, I believe. Uh, those are the ways in which we can prove what our character actually is and what we stand for rather than people just taking one snippet or one moment or one piece of one action and defining who you are based on that. So Earl has officially joined in. Everybody, please drop in your I'm in your head emojis. Welcome Earl in to the live. I'm going to get him called in here and start going. And you guys start uh, also drop in some of your questions if you got them. Uh, the Black Mamba, what's going on? Uh, what's up? What's up? What up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I came in at a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, you did. Yes, I came in did. at the tail end of that story. That's funny. That's what you're opening with. That's exactly what I was hoping for. Because what I what I thought would be would be great would be one. Hey, this is my experience, my perspective, kind of how I'm sharing it. But I'd love for Earl to kind of share his perspective, his experience. Um, um, but since then, one, I, I want to, I want to talk about our first time meeting because a lot has happened since the last time you had joined on, in on the show, just in terms of what you've been working on, what's been going on, and then kind of like where we're at with everything. So Earl Edwards Jr., current uh, DC United goalkeeper. Um, in preseason, I think you guys, are you still in Clearwater? You just got back from Clearwater? We just wrapped up our last day. We were supposed to be flying out tomorrow morning, but our flight just got canceled. So I don't know how long we're going to be here for, but uh, supposed to go home tomorrow, come back on the 12th. Nice. Got it. All right. So let's kind of, let's get into it. How about, uh, let's, I'll set the stage and then you can kind of take it from there. We're uh, early in preseason last year. I know you're in preseason again with the team right now. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, you're, we're in preseason 2019, uh, before we even have the, uh, the meeting from the league, right? Mm -hmm. What are your, do you remember seeing me or thoughts about me at all in any capacity before that moment in the, the room? Um, funny enough, we were trying to figure out today, was that, did you come straight to St. James or to Clearwater? So I wasn't sure if you came in with the, I'm a mental strength coach the first or that joke in that meeting, <laughs> but both had a similar, both had a similar effect. I just didn't know what the time was. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, I, St. James first, because I think, okay. I'll, that's I, what I yeah, and then we flew to Clearwater and then that's when like you got. I went up in front of the, the group and then they asked me what I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. So first impressions, I mean, off that, my first thought when we signed you, I immediately thought about the, uh, chip goal you had against Portland. Okay. So I knew we were getting a forward that's like proven in the league. Um, 
goal scorer outside of that, like, didn't know anything about you. Uh, from the standpoint of, like, and the rash decisions or uh, uh, opinions I had early on or thoughts I had early on looking back, it's like, wow, I can make a lot of snap judgments, and it's, I'm glad it's something I've been working on. Uh, I, I was... I've never told you this. I was with the hair and all. I'm like, maybe this dude's Native American. I don't know. So um, there were a lot of snap, snap judgments at the time. Um, Adoy thought that was funny. Adoy's in the room. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, uh, a lot of snap judgments. But uh, other than, like, okay, we got a proven goal scorer, and let's see what he's capable of. I don't know much about you other than you've done your thing in the league for a while. Uh, yeah. So from there we had uh, – the meeting in terms of things that can't be said on or around the field. Uh -huh. um, do you want to dive straight into that, or do you want anything? Well, I already, I already said, I already told the story yeah. of what I, what I had said, the joke that I had made. So mm -hmm. maybe let's talk about once I made that joke. Mm -hmm. Your frame of mind, because now you've set the tone. I didn't really know much about you, just a couple of things. You know, hey, yeah. veteran in okay. the okay. Now this is your first complete interaction. This is the first time. Yeah. Yeah, or whatever, right? Indirect action. Yeah, so, I, it was basically one of the first times I heard you open your mouth, and that was it. So I was like, okay. Um, it was mixed emotions in the room. Clearly, the guy was highly uncomfortable about it. Um, I didn't think it was funny at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I like I'm I was sitting in the <laughs> I was sitting in the room toward the front row, and I kind of like looked over my shoulder, like, "Yo, this guy just got here. That's not funny. It's bold." Like. I don't know what this guy's thinking. So 100% I wrote you off just from the standpoint of like, I don't think that's a funny joke at yeah, all. Yeah. And why is this newcomer coming in thinking that's even appropriate? Like, you, like there was a lot of judgment passed. Uh, and to that point, I think you followed that up a week later when we're uh, in Clearwater and someone asks like, Quincy, introduce yourself basically. And you raise your hand, you're like, yeah. Um, an entrepreneur and a mental strength coach. I'm like, who is this guy? I think he is self-proclaimed strength coach. Like, does he have a degree in this? Like, is he a psychology major? Like, what is this guy? So back-to-back -back things with, like, just bold. Um, so I wanted nothing to do with you. Right? <laughs> and, and, and I won't lie. Uh, I feel like being locker mates and being right next to you played a big factor in, like, wait, I'm hearing this guy speak to people every day, and I think there might be um, something to gain here. Like, let me find out. And right away, I was like, oh, I've needed this. Um, so good thing our lockers were next to each other because it could have been uh, six, seven months as opposed to the three, four months of ignoring him. Okay, okay. No, okay, this <laughs> Oh man, I, I love this story because to me it's hilarious. Because like yeah. I was telling yeah. people, like the fact that you found it completely not funny at all is at is hilarious to me. Like that's yeah. my type of humor. Like the when someone is like that is not there's not not even an ounce of anything that is even remotely funny about what you're talking about. That no. is that's the moment where I just I'm like oh man that's, that's my, funny. my type of that is my type of humor completely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, no, this, is good. this is good. So, because of those things, you you had made, and we've we've talked at length about many multiple things yeah. over the course of this time, right? But you had made uh, snap judgments as to who I am and what I'm not capable of doing, as mm -hmm. well as you definitely cannot learn anything from that guy. Hundred percent. Okay, so uh, and I'm sure we'll discuss more things over the course of that, uh, but like. Looking back at where we stand right now, what does that make you – what about the way you thought about things then made you believe that that was the best way to think about things or, or to, 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 to behave or to act or move in the world? And why is that different than how you're approaching it now? Um, geez. Well, I mean, and I guess honesty is the best policy, and that's kind of stuff we've built over time. Um, to say this online is kind of funny, but I think um, generally the way um, 
people are brought up is something that's not really reflected on um, until later in life because it's not something you have a lot of control over. Um, so for me, I think those, and I'm not saying it's strictly due to how I was brought up, but uh, my own experience, I mean, I left the house very early. I went to the residency program uh, going into my sophomore year of high school. So from then on being outside of the house, a lot of decisions and um, how I decided to live my life and uh, grow as a man were decisions of my own. Um, and I think I had a lot of closed-mindedness and snap judgments and felt that I was uh, more intelligent and felt entitled uh, to my opinion and to hold that against people if they disagreed with me, um, to look, look down on people really that I felt disagreed with me um, or thought otherwise. So when I think something's not funny, not only is it not funny, like you're an idiot. Um, which I found myself doing a lot in the past. Uh, so th that's a tough thing to overcome, especially I just turned 28 years old, so later in life to be able to reflect on that and overcome that, I think, without having gone through the mental strength stuff that we went through and having hours and hours of conversations of analyzing that and why it is I do that and um, how to reverse it, um, I'd still be doing it now. But to look back on it and be like, wow, that was really messed up and I lived my life that way um, for a very long time, trying to reverse that and seeing how my relationships are developing with people that I wouldn't even consider speaking to in the past um, has been amazing. The, no, I mean, uh, and uh, what, I've, what I've been extremely impressed with you over the course of just our friendship in, you know what I mean, just like in, in, in the locker room in the time in the locker room and obviously our time now continuing outside of the locker room and, and on is just like <clears throat> the speed at which you're able to self-reflect and mm -hmm. and willingness to to uh to think through the perspective of if i'm wrong what does this mean and how can i how can i how can i grow as a result of the mistakes that i make Mm. not how can I rationalize or make yeah. excuses for yeah. why what I did was okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is a, I, I don't know if there's even a name for that, but I know that that is a skill. And that is one that uh, as I've played at the professional level for longer and longer durations of time, right. Mm. I've realized that, that the higher and higher up you get, the more and more important, the little minute skills are, mm -hmm. Uh, especially not only in understanding their importance, but executing on them, like mm -hmm. knowing you need to do change your behavior or change the way you're thinking about it or take responsibility for something is one thing, but actually practicing it and doing it is another. And I've just, I've been impressed with your willingness to practice, you mm -hmm. know, and to like, to make mistakes and to even like you're saying like, Hey, I haven't shared this, but I'm, you know, I mean, honesty is a policy. You're literally practicing it. Mm -hmm. And it's difficult. It means you're putting yeah. yourself in a vulnerable situation, mm -hmm. but it's it's a belief in in your ability to adapt and to learn and to, and to grow over time. So I've I've uh, you know I've I've been very impressed with with just your ability to do that and your growth uh, kind of overall. But uh, kind of tying back to that, what what have you felt? Obviously, you did it because you believed you would get some type of value from it, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you'd ignored me for the three to four months, but maybe you had heard me speaking with other guys, the younger guys on the team when they're coming and helping, and over time you're kind of going like, okay, what's this guy talking about? Let me let me kind of dig into it, right? Yeah. But it's definitely with the, which is the typical mindset of the most alpha males in the professional okay. space. What can I get? Yeah, what am I, I'm trying to get something out of this. What's in it for me type thing. Yes, what's in it for me? So. When you when you approached it with the kind of what's in it for me mindset and kind of where you're at where you're at now hey sorry to interrupt but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength well how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly now you can with be pro mentality head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash be pro that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash b-e-p-r-o to apply to work with our network of pro players today. What, what do you find 
is valuable about how you approach it now versus the way you're approaching it before? Yeah, uh, I think the way I approach it now, it's like comical, the stuff that I come across and that I'm, uh, uh, that is now open to me with the open-mindedness I have, because it's like, so in the past, always looking at like what's in it for me or approaching people with a selfish interest in that aspect, it was always like, uh, you're only going to find what you're looking for in that sense. And as soon as you don't find what you're looking for, that person or that thing is useless. As opposed to having the open-mindedness of like, um, and I've, one of my, one of the big things, and um, this is funny, I watch a ton of sports and sports center and things like that, and coming across seeing things like RG3 when he was in, with the Redskins, knew like the whole security staff, Lamar Jackson's trying to remember everyone's name in his building. Um, so I kind of approach this year, like I, I think that's something I can learn from and try to do as well. Um, so I try to learn all the interns' names, all the assistant equipment managers' names, um, and building relationships with them. It's like I had no, um, I had, I had no interest in like gaining something from it, other than like let me genuinely care about people that I wouldn't have cared about in the past. Because I think a lot in our locker rooms, people come across these people and don't know their names for an entire year, and they're the guys like putting stuff in your locker, and it's very common. So to learn their names and to um, build those relationships and learn their backgrounds, um, how many siblings they have, where they're from, all that type of stuff, just to build a relationship. Like randomly I'll find them like, oh, I do this and that. And I'm like, oh, that kind of relates to what we're doing here at Perfect Soccer. Like can we talk sometime or set up a meeting? And that's happened with trialists we've had here um, and just random people where like, does become a business thing and it's not what i was going into it for and it's still not what i'm going into it for but i find little things that like builds a relationship or a connection and it turns into something even though that wasn't my intention and it's happening more so now that i have that approach as opposed to when i was seeking out something that i wanted and it's like oh he doesn't have it next oh he doesn't have it next and just dismissing people or not even approaching people at all thinking that they didn't have the ability to provide me anything and so now that I'm just building genuine, caring relationships with people, whether it's at the CES con conference in Vegas, the coaches convention in Baltimore, or here within our, our team and our staff, as I'm building these genuine relationships with people, it's like, oh, like we can relate on that aspect or connect here, or, may, or they do connect me to somebody that can be beneficial to me. Um, but it's all a byproduct of just building genuine relationships. Um, and more so in it for me is like, I, sometimes I can see these guys and uh, I can see someone like ask them for something and I know they don't know their name. And I'm like, dude, like that's, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's more rewarding to me or not even rewarding to me, but um, fulfilling to me mm -hmm. to know that me and this person, like he knows I care, I care about him. And I've asked him about his family and where he's from and what he's doing here, what he's studying in school. Um, and that is more fulfilling and interesting to me than any, byproduct that comes from it just from i don't know it's like being be a good person and that's what it truly comes down to and uh being more genuine is something that i'm still working on and seeking out and i found myself it's like there's more gratitude in doing that than seeking things out from selfish interest got you no um i mean that's very insightful and i think a lot of people who are listening to this are going to get a lot lot of value out of just you sharing your perspective i think uh, the fact that you're, you know, so open to you, open and sharing the mistakes you know you've made and, mm -hmm. and reflecting on who you are now and acknowledging who you were then, but also the fact that you, you can be who you were, right? Like it's a matter of like reverting back to old habits or. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's, yeah. it's a work in progress for sure. And it's like conscious decisions of like, I mean, I've walked by guys or I have approached an equipment guy. First thing, I'm like, yo, I don't have my sliders. Can you give me some sliders? And then I'm like, hang on a second. And I'll literally pause and be like, Mark, sorry, good morning. Like, how are you? And I'll catch myself like, yo, he's a per like, this is a person. But so often in our world, like, you just dismiss them. And they're used to it. And it's like the norm. Um, but to seek out trying to build genuine connections with people I haven't in the past, um, it's definitely a work in progress. And I forget to do it sometimes. And even like thinking about that out loud is like, we forget to treat someone like a person. But yeah, like 
And I'm sure if there are other pro athletes on here, like if you really think about it, you probably approach your assistant trainers or interns and you might not even know their names or you just ask for something all the time and you don't even have a conversation with them. Um, and again, I'm not saying I'm perfect and I do it right every day. There's days I literally forget. And I'm like, man, that was messed up. And I try to do better next time. Like it's a work in progress. I understand that. But um, the intention and the... Um, the consciousness of trying to build that is um, what I found myself uh, embracing and developing as I go. Awesome. No, uh, football said growth level 1,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a good conversation on the last slide, actually, me and football freestyle. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. I'm loving that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know last week you jumped in the comment section and a lot of people were asking questions. Which yeah, was good. Um, I'm loving that. The community has been awesome. I'm loving seeing everybody's uh, participation, uh, especially. Can I answer? Can I answer football freestyle's question right uh, now? Yes, yes, yes. You see it. You said, "How much energy do you feel you, uh, you spend being more open?" Um, oh, which yeah. is so interesting, and I know you know why I want to answer this question. I used to say to Quincy, me and Quincy would be having conversations in depth about my mentality, how I'm selfish. Um, how I can be better in one aspect or another. We're talking investments, all kinds of things. Um, we'd be mid-conversation. You would stop to say goodbye to the assistant intern that's working with us for three months. And I'd look over my shoulder. I'm like, one, like we're talking. Like I feel disrespected. It's like so self. Like this is literally the thought process. I'm like, one, I feel disrespected. We were mid-conversation. You're gonna take time out for like the assistant intern. Like, dude, what are we doing here? And then. On top of that, it would be like, I would say out loud to you, like, dude, how do you have so much energy to give all these people your time of day? Now I'm at the point, and I've said this to many people, it is more exhausting to consciously think about the people that you're trying to ignore. It's way more exhausting to come into a room and consciously be like, ah, assistant intern, not asking her about her day. Ah, assistant equipment guy, like, don't care where he's from or what he's doing. He's going to get me sliders later. Um, this person, no, 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 like to consciously think about the people you're going to write off and dismiss and not treat like a genuine caring person. Um, that I find when I, when I go to do that, cause I still revert back to my old self sometimes, like that is more ex exhausting to me and takes up more energy mentally for me as opposed to walking in a room and being like, Hey, good morning. How are you doing? I found myself doing it to strangers in the hallway on the way to the elevator. Like constantly, it doesn't matter who it is. It's way more, uh, it's way less energy spent to, to just say good morning, hello, how are you to anybody than it is to be like, mm, uh, this is the maid for the hotel. I'm not, nah. Like that takes more time and energy to just say hello, go good and good morning. And you might feel like now, like, oh, that seems daunting. I used to look at Quincy and the amount of people he would give his time to. I'm like, dude, that seems exhausting. But it's, I'm telling you, once you, do it for like two or three days. And then when you feel yourself revert back to your old self, you'll, you feel like a crappy person. But um, I feel it takes way more energy and um, to be that selfish, closed-minded person of like, I'm literally not talking to this person because of their status position or what they look like or what they said one time. Uh, yeah, it takes less energy than you think and less energy than it does to, to be the selfish person, person that I was. No, I, I like that. Uh, I'm, I, I have a question that's following up with that, but uh, PG Sports, Paul, uh, asked, uh, are goalkeepers smarter than field players? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, are goalkeepers smarter than field players? I think, I mean, it's tough to say, you know, because there's geniuses on the field. Like, you can't teach, like, there's, there's brains like uh, Zidane and Messi and these guys that it's like their soccer IQ is is through the roof. And um, there's definitely certain keepers that have high IQs or intelligence. I don't, I wouldn't say one's greater than the other. But, like, I mean. Uh, Let's get. I'm not. Okay. I'm not it's a big question. You, I'm not going to let you have an out. So I'm going to refine that down. Okay. On, on average, do you believe yeah. the goalkeeper's IQ is. Which. Who's uh, I got an answer. I got an answer. Okay. I would say goalkeepers are smarter, yes. And because, in general, I think that's the case on most teams, they're the weird guy. <laughs> yep. 
They're the I would, weird. I would I would agree with that. I'd say I'd say the goalkeeper position requires that you one you're in your own head most of the time because you mm-hmm. typically train separate from the team, and then yeah. uh, a lot of your job is preventing bad things from happening. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're doing a really good job as a goalkeeper, you don't yeah, have to okay. you don't do anything. Yeah. Which can be very difficult for people who just want act. I'd say the be- a better analogy for that would be uh, grapplers and ground, uh, ground, uh, uh, ground and pound. Oh, no, but not, not ground and pound because people want to see ground and pound. But just straight up, um, uh, why am I Brazi- Brazilian jiu jitsu? Mm. So in UFC, people who tend to go to the ground and now they're just they're jockeying for position, and everyone's yeah. just like this is boring. Yeah, this doesn't mean anything. But uh, someone who understands. The nuance of it and the the game that's being played it's just a it's a different appreciation for the game and a different level of iq to fully appreciate uh appreciate that um mm-hmm. and maybe for baseball players it would be uh, i'm not a huge baseball fan so i want to see the guy smacking home runs every single time right but if you said it was a good pitching day you just watch some dude play catch with somebody for yeah. like four hours so like <laughs> You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it depends yeah. on what, how you're watching it. Yeah. Um, okay, so one thing that you had said that I that I uh, I find interesting is you know the idea of you don't know what you don't know, right? And right. you've made the you made the you're, you've made the point of saying like I was selfish and I understand how I was selfish and why I was selfish and now I can recognize that in the moment and that allows me to kind of to level up. Right, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. before you're able to self-reflect on your selfishness, mm-hmm. do you even believe yourself to be selfish at that time? No. So how how do you make how does that jump happen, and and what is what prevents you from being able to see how you're selfish uh, at that time? See, this is hard because I had a. I had a cheat with you literally being next to me in the locker room. Okay. So in the locker room, I don't think I'd be at the level I'm at given the time we put in. Uh, like in the, over the course of six, seven months, I would not be um, where I'm at in six, seven months if I didn't have you in the locker next to me telling me like, hey, that was a selfish thing to say. Or earlier, you're getting overly emotional about something and you're exposing yourself here. Stop. Um, and those constant, and I mean constant reminders um, on a daily basis that expose to me um, where I could improve and to have that mentorship directly, which is funny enough, um, this was not an intention to promote, but what we're trying to uh, build here with the company and provide people that constant mentorship and face-to-face and one-on-one uh, mentorship, you can't, I can't put a value on it. Like I've told, and, and not to your own horn here on this on the show, but like I've told many people, you've changed my life. And to have that mentorship on an everyday basis, grinded into me to self-reflect, like, look, that's selfish. And maybe even at the time, I'm like, no, it's not. How is it? And literally, we would sit there for two, three hours to the point where my wife would get frustrated with me for coming home late from training. Like, but I knew in the long run, it was an investment in myself that would be better for myself, my family, uh, my wife, my daughter, everybody. Um, if I took the time to reflect on how I can be a selfish person and how I can learn to grow from it. So, I mean, um, yeah, I had you as a constant reminder and now I'm able to do it. But the first six, seven months of it was literally you're in my ear like every day. Or if, or if you're not, you're collect, you collect like three days of data and hit me at once. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, like what the this is a lot of information. Let me process this. But like the constant mentorship on a daily or weekly basis um, and the commitment and dedication from my end to want to take that information in and build and grow from it, um, I think is is what paid off over time to the point where now I can self-reflect. Um, and there's other times where I'm like, I don't feel right about what happened. I can't put my finger on it and I'll call you. And I'll be like, dude, I had this conversation with the doy about X, Y, and Z and I, like I felt this way and you're and you can pinpoint based on the relationship we built over six, seven years, like you reacted like this, didn't you? And I'm like, man, screw you for even like not being there and knowing how I reacted, but that's the level of observation and relationship we built that you know exactly how 
um, I would revert to my old self and um, respond immediately and emotionally and ex expose myself and a teammate and a brother of mine because I didn't take a second to self-reflect or um, better approach the situation. But again, I built it over six, seven years. I continue to have you as a mentor. I, mean, I know we've shifted, shifted our relationship and I'm more uh, self-sustainable, accountable, aware at this point um, and self-honest, but uh, there's still those times where I'm like, yo, Quince, I know something's up here, but I'm not exactly sure how I could have approached it better. And to be able to have that feedback still is you can't put a value on it. Uh, no, I appreciate that. I mean, it's, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome for me to hear. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think what's difficult, it's the reason why it's awesome for me to hear is because I only have my perspective, right? Like, yeah. so I can only, I'm only going like, hey, Earl, this is why I think this, this is why yeah. I think that, right? So it's, um, I can understand better now how that can be exhausting to other people. Yeah. And when we were talking about it to you, I said, well, a big reason, and I can really understand this now, finish completing my 11th year in the, the league, something I couldn't understand for a very long time was, you know, most people say, oh, you're a journeyman because you're difficult in a locker room and, you know what I mean, you're, you're a cancer, you're a problem or whatever, because people have to rationalize why you get moved around a lot, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, I'm a constant reminder to people yeah. every single day of your bullshit. Yeah. There you go. Just drop <laughs> so like, yeah. and yeah. I, I, I better understand that now. And I go, well, I see why most people don't want that yeah. un unless they, they actually want to be better and mm -hmm. they want to improve. They're not just saying it. So the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm asking what at the time, at that time, you're not, you're selfish. You don't know that you're selfish, right? Mm -hmm. So what is it that actually motivates you to want to yeah, why, what makes no, you want to, me to, you know what I mean, to stick through it and to get out the other side? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I think, I think I, uh, there's a couple things and actually uh, you won't be surprised by one of them, but I think one of the very first things we ever got uh into together or I really express interest in with you was investments. So I think money was a driving factor initially. Um, and then aside from that, um, I think when you're expressing to me like, hey, that's a selfish mentality and I can't even understand how it's selfish. Um, I'm blaming, uh, it was Sites was our, uh, was our uh, commissioner for the fantasy football league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel he could have done the job a certain way. And I'm just berating him in the locker room at how poor of a job he did of handling our trades. And you're like, well, what did you do about it? <laughs> like, did you handle the trades? Did you volunteer to be commissioner? Did you come to him with suggestions on how he should have handled it? And I'm like, well, no, but, but he, he, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. I want to have an excuse for, I, I just want to blame him, blame him, blame him. But I didn't offer to do the job or so, like, what right do I have to berate him for doing a job I wasn't willing to do in the first place? Um, but little things like that, and that's typically, like, funny enough, like, sports is what I get really emotional about. I think I know a lot about sports. I watch a lot of sports, basketball and football mostly. And me and Adoy, the other day, I'm getting an argument on the way to training with Sites and Ema about how uh, the Niners aren't where they're at anymore because they lost one of their three running backs. And I'm talking to Doy, and I'm like, dude, that took so much energy. And I wanted to prove so badly that I was right. Um, but you had these moments, and you would see me have these moments, and you're like, dude, like, why? Like, I can get so emotionally invested in blaming people or calling people dumb or thinking they're dumb um, for thinking differently than I do um, or not agreeing with me. Um, but a lot of just selfish mindset and aspects and approaches. Um, again, that were constant reminders throughout a season where I'm like, I do feel like I burn bridges or not talk to someone for a week over an argument of like, literally, like, I think Kobe is better than LeBron. Like me and Kevin Alston every day in Orlando, the guys were like, you guys should get a show because we would spend like 45 minutes before training every day for weeks on end, like arguing about like Kobe and LeBron or whatever it was. And guys are like, dude, you guys should just get a show. Like you guys just sit here and bicker the whole time. But it took so much energy. It wasn't important half the time. 
Um, not that it wasn't fun sometimes, but like literally I would be like emotionally invested to the point like I wouldn't talk to Kevin for like two days or whatever it was. <laughs> and it was just stupid. And to have it, to have someone be like, this is what you look like and this is what you're doing. Like every time I did that, I was like, wow, that does seem detrimental and a waste of energy. And like to be provided maybe another way to approach it, like you're giving me other ways to approach it or just to avoid it entirely or sit back and just listen sometimes. Um, and uh, again, to have those reminders on a daily basis and to look in that mirror and have someone help you understand like, yo, that might not be in your best interest. Um, so it was a level of dedication on my end, but then to see, like I had those feelings in the past, but didn't know how to correct it or didn't want to correct it um, or whatever it was. So again, the, going back to like the mentorship and on a daily basis, exposing myself because it was almost daily i would expose myself or do something i'm like dude what and i'm like oh that's how i should handle that or that's how i could do that better um and that grind over six seven months was like i uh, when i tell people i'm a different person today than i was coming out of that a month ago like i mean that through and through i've told many people that to their face uh, my wife and i have a better relationship than we've ever had like it's changed my life to constantly have that uh, reflection and self-honesty to the point where now I can do it on my own. Um, and I'm not, again, I'm not perfect and it's a work in progress every day. Um, but to continue to have that mentorship that we're also trying to provide people is again, invaluable. No, dude, that's, that's awesome. You know me, I could end up talking about all that stuff yeah. uh, all day. So, two yeah, things, uh, so, so <laughs> let's, uh, we've got about eight minutes here before Instagram kicks us off. Uh, mm -hmm. You've already given me plenty of ideas on stuff that I think we need to approach with here just moving forward. I got a whole document set up for you that word. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. for those of you who, you know, hopefully in, have enjoyed the, this episode so far, Earl has joined the Perfect Soccer team and has been helping me uh, and us, our whole group, to kind of build out a couple of divisions, our mentorship side, um, our agency side, in representing, uh, in representing players. Like, there's a lot of dope stuff coming. Um, here moving forward and if you want to stay up to date on what's going on make sure you become a perfect soccer team member it is now 100,000 percent free to do you get access to all of our books all of our trainings all of our accountability stuff I know Earl was is I don't know if you're still actively using the time management document yeah, every day every day yeah oh well okay this is I'm, I'm so glad you said that because <clears throat> And I don't, it's like before I used to do it because I thought you would be looking at it. Now I like, I literally, my wife's like, you're still doing that? I'm like, yeah, it, it, it keeps me accountable. So I do it every day. I, I, I love that because yes, in the beginning, I am looking at it every day, mm -hmm. right? But the purpose and reason for it is so that you, you eventually hold yourself accountable. So um, what I'm talking about is the, t the time management document and process that I, that I had built and put together um, so that players and individuals can literally people so this is independent of like soccer players or not um, parents everybody um, people have a very they, they can understand the concept of not being good at budgeting their money but they have no idea about their inability to budget their time which is way more valuable than money um, and most people don't even understand how what are you talking about well you exchange your time for money and the more productive you get with every hour of time you have the more money you can make so the time is the more valuable asset so most people don't I thought it was a money problem, which is why I built uh, leverageinvestmentgroup.com, and that's the uh, the financial literacy course that you went through that I yeah. kind of put together, and that's where we had started, right? Mm -hmm. And I would realized people were still having issues with self-accountability, and that's when I realized it was really a time, uh, uh, yeah, what would it be, like a time illiteracy problem. Did you come to that conclusion, like, after I went through the financial literacy thing? Oh, or so you yeah. already knew that? Well, no, I think it was in combination with all of that. So at those times when you're going through all of those things and I'm going like, I need to have something, I need to develop something else that keeps track of people's time the same way that they need to know how to keep track of their money. Because at yeah. the end of the day, the, the time's more important than the money. And then you're also saying like, okay, it takes time to learn how to do that. And I don't know how much time it takes for people to do that. And they have to be motivated to do it. There's so many factors that go into it. Um, yeah that the way that I figured out to make it work was, hey, if someone values my time and they want my time, I'm willing to invest my time in them, but they have to invest enough time in themselves. So you have to fill out your time management document. If you do that, you get an hour of my time. 
You know, mm -hmm. you do that for two weeks, you get an hour of my time. Get and my it kind of proves to you that there's a dedication there. I, I respect that it's still part of the process, even when I signed up for the Perfect Soccer team. It's in my initial document. You have to fill this out to continue to be a part of this. Like, Correct. Thank God I'm already doing this because I can. It's a daunting task for people to reflect on what playing FIFA for four hours a day and writing that in your timesheet and looking back like, oh God, that doesn't look good. Like, I hope Quincy's oh. not looking at this. Yeah, you know, you're like, I don't even want to look at this. I hope yeah. he's going to come. When I'm going to come tomorrow and tell him like, oh, I didn't have time yesterday, I'm going to be like, okay, but you had time. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but oh, so that document, the training that goes along with it, why it's important and valuable is at perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That is Perfect Soccer Team Member, PSTM. Um, uh, all of our books, all of our tools, resources are free, um, and the training is free for you to use and to actively uh, be able to adopt and develop this mindset over time because it takes time, commitment, and investment on your part, right? Um, not everyone um, can have the one-on-one -on -one daily mentorship and like we were talking about, hey, um, this mindset and process and the way in which we're navigating and implementing these things, um, you don't have to have the direct one-on-one -on -one mentorship, which is why we create, I've created these processes and systems so people can, um, can do it on their own time, in their own time. Um, but in the training, I say this, this, if you do this, this will become the most valuable asset that you have because um, it only becomes more valuable over time. Would you agree with that statement in any capacity? If so, why, why not? Like, where does it, where does the time management sheet, because you're saying you still do it and that's yeah. a part of your daily. Yeah, why I, think, I think that's like my base. That's like uh, all the other stuff. Um, without doing that, I feel, not that the day is lost, but I feel like that's my starting point. I wake up, I'm like, okay, for these next 30 minutes, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing after that. So there's already an accountability and a plan and a, uh, like a forward thinking on what I'm doing with the day. Or I'm reflecting after the fact if I'm at training for three, four hours on what I did for the last three, four hours. So it's like a forced uh, either reflection or forward thinking of like what you're doing. And to not have that, I mean, and it's happened here because I'm tired. I'll come back to the room after training and we'll have lunch. I'll come back up. Like we've been, we've been watching NBA games a lot tonight and then I go to do my timesheet for I go to bed, I'm like, oh, crap, from 9 to 11.30, I just watched the NBA. And other times, I, I, and I'm not saying that's a horrible thing, sometimes I'm like, I can pick up on uh, different stories or whatever it is, and I can actually learn, or just admiring that level of athleticism and uh, to visually see a killer instinct on the court and things. Like, I'm still trying to learn and pick things up. Other, most of the time, I'm just enjoying it, I'm not going to lie. Um, but, to, but to reflect back on like, oh, dang, like three hours of NBA, like, ah. And sometimes I'm like, I'll do better tomorrow. Like, again, it's an ongoing process. Um, and I don't lie on my timesheet because at that point you're just lying to yourself. But, Correct. Uh, Correct. Just, just, no, I like. I, I don't want to cut, completely cut you off, but I don't I know. know. Two, minutes, two minutes before it cuts us off, we'll have to – we'll definitely have another episode where we're going to reconnect and do stuff more. Yeah, part uh, what two. I, what part I want three. to – definitely part two, part three, part – you know, a yeah. hundred. Um, <clears throat> what I want to encourage everybody to be aware of is, well, well, one, I wanted to point to the fact where you're saying, hey, you and Kevin Alston arguing every day. Yeah, it would be an, a great investment of your time if you guys made a show out of it. If you made a show <laughs> and did that, it would have benefited you in the long term. So uh, I talk sure. a lot about find ways to make money doing what you're already doing. If you're playing yeah. video games, find a way to make money playing video games. Richie. Yeah. Let me have a listen. Come, make sure you join in and check out the <laughs> Start at 9.15, Rich. Yeah. We, we late. I, a while ago. I, I put it on my Instagram. You're just late, my friend. Yes, but you got the replay for the next 24 hours, and uh, we've got a minute here. Before it's 45 we... minutes. You can watch it, Rich. It's, it'll oh, be good. It'll, it'll, it'll change your life. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so what was I wanted to make sure that I was saying? Oh, okay. Um, I know you're a you're a sports buff, and Instagram's probably gonna kick me off in the middle of us talking about this. We definitely need to set up um, uh, your own kind of podcast or show where you can riff and do that and talk about more sports, about that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Unfortunately, yeah. the football season just ended, but NBA is picking up, so that's good. And I know the people would love that. So uh, before Mark you kick off, those of you who are listening to this and following the replay, make sure you follow Earl um, uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, all of his social channels. Be on the lookout for what he's got going on, his debab mentality, don't be a baby uh, brand. 
he has launched. He's building that out. We're going to be doing a lot more collaborative stuff here moving forward. You see the the Debab uh, uh, design and the gloves over there. Um, make sure you guys become a Perfect Soccer team member. Again, it's free. You'll join the newsletter. You'll get the weekly updates. You'll be able to read and watch all of our previous stuff. And you'll see all the things that are coming out here in the coming weeks and months. Earl, I want to thank you very much for joining in on the live. Um, I know the I know the community is going to get a whole lot out of it, and uh, they're going to love uh, all the stuff that we've got cooking up and that you're going to be participating here with moving forward. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode.